So day three is usually a moving day in a test match. And at the SCG, Australia have moved closer to victory and to the series lead as well. At Stumps, they lead by 197 runs. I'm Karthik This is ESPN Cricket for Stump Mike. And today I'm joined by the two gentlemen who are on ball by ball commentary duties the entire day. Saurabh Somani, welcome back. Hey Karthik, nice to be back here. Nice to have you too as well. And along with Saurabh is for the first time on Stump Mike in this series is Vishal Dixit. Vishal, you had an early start after a late night, but there's no rest for the weary. Yeah, nice to make my debut here in the most uh, sleep-deprived way I could, I possibly could. Excellent, excellent. So we have, we had a fantastic day of cricket, but I think, I think, and I don't mean this. I only mean this partly in jest. But Vishal, I've got to ask you. Yeah. Will India even have a eleven for the fourth Test match? Uh, well, you know, out of Pant and Jadeja. I'm more concerned about Jadeja's injury because it was his bowling hand or thumb rather which got injured. So even if thumb is out of the last test, you have Saha. But if Jadeja is ruled out, it really you know messes up with India's combination of five bowlers. That's the main thing I would be concerned about if I was an Indian fan or in the Indian team management. India have had sort of the worst luck with injuries in in in, in this series. There there has been some good, but it has been come with a lot of bad along the way as well, particularly on the injury front. Today, we had both uh, Rishabh Pant and Ravindra Jadeja get hurt. This, I mean, even if we don't look ahead, sort of, to, to the next test, this is a cause for concern in what is most likely to be a game-saving effort in the fourth innings, yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, it's quite strange, you know, the amount of injuries that have been piling up. Uh, teams generally play five bowlers as an attacking option, you know. You know, we want to get 20 wickets. But it's almost like India have to play five bowlers as a defensive option because one is going to go. I don't know how much of it is to do with uh, extended bubble life and uh, the previous lockdowns and life being turned upside down and training regimens and general mental health regimens being uh, turned upside down. I don't know if there's a connection or not. But yeah, I mean, we saw in South Africa, Sri Lanka also. Sri Lanka uh, in the second test were without some seven, eight first choice players. It is, yeah, definitely going to affect India's uh, attempt to save this test. Yeah, you're right. It, seems, it does seem to be a recurring theme in test cricket. But but let's get to the action that happened today. India, of course, began uh, the day with Ajinkya Rahane and Chedeshwar Pujara at the crease. They ended up, Vishal, getting bowled out for 244. And I think whatever way you spin it, whether, whether, you, whether you praise the fielding or whether you criticise the bad running, three, three runouts is... Probably not acceptable, yeah, for a test playing nation. Yeah, definitely not. You know, on this kind of a day, when you know that you don't have your best bowling attack to to bowl Australia out in the second innings, you have to make your batsmen, you know, perform in the best possible way. And then a batsman like Hanuma Vihari, who would have been desperate to score some runs because he's also been under scrutiny after the first two tests. Maybe he was lucky that KL Rahul got injured, so he kept his spot, which is fine. But I think it was also to do with the with the run rate that we saw last evening. The partnership between Rahane and Pujara, they were scoring, scoring at less than one and over. And Vihari also got stuck a little bit this morning. He faced some 35-40 balls for under five runs. So maybe he was desperate to score those extra runs and went for the quick single. But then that was a great fielding effort from, from Josh Hazelwood. You, you say that, but I, I, I have seen Vihari's run out, Vishal, a few times now. He steps out of his crease to play a shot. So, he's already, you know, in, in, in progress in his run. 
it's not like he waits or he thinks about whether he wants to take that single or not. He hits the ball hard. I'll, I'll give you that. He hits the ball hard. But he is well short of his crease at the other end. Is that just some bad judgment? Or is it like, as we say, a bit of everything? You know, Hazelwood with an excellent throw. Vihari not being the fastest between the wickets and probably going for a single that wasn't. Yeah, the way I saw, I also saw in the replay, you know, that last frame with the, when the bales went off. Vihari was barely in the in the frame and he exactly. he didn't even have to whether he was stretching out or not it didn't make a difference so it looks like a bad judgment and also you know we may not be that familiar with how good or great a fielder Hazelwood is but Ricky Ponting was saying on channel 7 I think that uh, mm-hmm. when he was in the camp before this series started he was really so su- not sorry surprised but really impressed with the way Hazelwood was uh, fielding and getting those direct hits while training also after these players came back from the IPL. So, I don't know if Vihari was also aware of that. We know that batsmen will be, you know, wary of taking the second run or third run when Jadeja is fielding. But do our people or oppositions as aware about Hazelwood? I'm not really sure. Yeah, after effecting an excellent run out yesterday, Ravindra Jadeja was involved sort of into today. But unfortunately for India, it was when he was at the batting partner. We'll, we'll, let's talk about Ashwin one first. I mean, there was hesitation there and I don't blame Ashwin for not for not diving towards the end, especially with his history of shoulder troubles. But that, that was just a bad judgment call. There's complete hesitation and these two are not on the same length, wavelength when it comes to running between the wickets. I mean, they're not in the same race also when it comes to running between mm. the wickets. But yeah, I wouldn't blame Ashwin for not diving, but I do think that he, uh, you know, could have been quicker off the blocks and then he would have made it without needing to dive, actually. Uh, the the single that uh, he was out on was, I felt, on. The Hazelwood one was, I mean, there was outstanding fielding by Hazelwood, you know. You probably can get away with that some nine times out of ten because he won't hit it direct. The Ashwin runout, I felt avoidable if, uh, you know, a little more sprightly on the feet. And uh, the Boomerah run out, of course, Jadeja was just trying to retain strike. So, I mean, that that kind of happens when you're batting with the tail. So, that's fine. Yeah, so on Boomerah as well, I'm assuming the call there is is with Jadeja because the ball was more towards the end where he was running at. Of course, the fielder ended up throwing it to where Boomerah was, was running towards. But I'm guessing you can't appropriate blame to either Boomerah or Jadeja on that one sort of Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't uh, put blame on anyone there. I mean, I wouldn't put blame as such for any of the runouts. It's just like, yeah, maybe a few things here and there and we would have had, we wouldn't have any of those runouts because if... Vihari is not run out then. Who knows how the inning shapes up? Who knows whether Bumrah comes in at that time when he does and needing to get Jadeja back on strike just to get those quick runs at the end. So, yeah, like it's it's just a little bit India were on the receiving end of bad luck. But they had the good luck yesterday when Jadeja got that pinpoint throw to get Steve Smith out, you know. So, I mean, good fielders will, will pull off a good act on the field. But the run out, the margin may be... Here and there, but if you're a good fielder, you will get those runouts. And Australia are obviously a good fielding team. Vishal, you mentioned it uh, just a few minutes ago that uh, Rahane and Pujara yesterday were batting at an extremely slow pace. So let, let's talk about how they started this day as well. Pujara, of course, finished. He got to his half century, but then he was dismissed for the fourth time in this series by Pat Cummins. But about Pujara, there has been a lot of chatter on social media, I think in our ball by ball commentary feedback as well about. 
his strike rate. You know, he he was out for fifty in one hundred seventy six balls. That's that's less than a strike rate of thirty. What what do you make of 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 this criticism of Pujara and the speed at which he bats? Because isn't it the same way he batted when he scored those three centuries and India won the series down under the last time around? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Actually, that you know the criticism. I don't really agree with it because this is how Pujara has been batting for all these years. It's not like he's become a slower batsman now and that he's changed his game or anything. It's just that he takes his time and he digs in, he gets the bowlers tired and then he likes to score the runs the way he wants to. We saw that, I think it was in the first session that he stepped out also a couple of times against Lyon and scored some quick runs. So it's not like, you know, he only wants to play dot balls, is not interested in rotating the strike. And also one thing that is there that a lot of times he bats with Virat Kohli, who obviously bats at a strike rate of, let's say, 50, 60. So even when Pujara is batting with a strike rate of 25, 30, 35, it doesn't get noticed because India are scoring at a decent clip. So the criticism doesn't make much sense because this is how Pujara bats. This is how Pujara scores centuries. And it's just that Rahane was also batting really slow. And you can't blame them for batting slow because the way Cummins and Hazelwood and Lyon were bowling in the last hour, last evening also. I mean, how do you how do you you know score boundaries or take those two runs when they are bowling so accurately? Yes, Saurabh, your hand is up like a good school child. <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean I completely agree with what Vishal said, and I just wanted to add a couple of things. One is that everyone you know seems to think that. Batsmen can just turn up and hit switch, uh, switch hit sixes at will or something. As if Pujara can do it, but just to irritate feedbackers or something, he's <laughs> defending ball. You know, he's obviously not doing that. It, every batsman has to uh, make that risk assessment for himself. At what pace is he comfortable batting without risking his wicket? And wickets are at a premium, especially when you're facing such a quality attack. So... And Pujara has made that assessment long back and like Vishal said, this is how he bat. And because of uh, the chatter on social media and on our comms feedbacks, I, I just looked at some numbers. Uh, we don't have exact ball space data for uh, several batsmen, but Pujara is amongst the top 50 uh, for ball paced in test cricket. He is the... Uh, fifth highest for balls faced per innings. And do you know who is higher than him? Rahul Dravid is higher than him, balls faced per innings. And Rahul Dravid scored at a slower rate than him. So, basically, Dravid was staying longer and scoring fewer runs than Pujara. And do you ever hear this about Dravid? That, oh God, you know, he was holding up the game. But I'm, but I'm sure that, that chat was there about Dravid when he, when he was playing. Right? Obviously, we look back and we realise how how important he was to the Indian test side. But when he was playing, I'm sure th- there were times when 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 you had commentary saying that Dravid is too slow. Exactly. So that's why I think history will be a lot kinder to Pujara, uh, the, the way it is with Dravid. And uh, the other two batsmen that I found in the same ballpark were Alan Border and Jacques Callis. Now, does anyone ever think of these three as having uh, been anything less than all-time greats? They don't. So, like, you know, if Pujara is... Uh, sort of batting at the way they were, I think he's pretty safe uh, and uh, his legacy will take care of itself. You know, th- these are all just blips uh, where the momentary criticism is there. But when you look back at it, you will know that he was like, you know, 
playing really good test cricket yeah just the one thing i want to add about the dravid comparison dravid was criticized for his strike rate but i think that was more in odis and uh, not in test matches because in test matches even if he was uh, scoring slowly it was not costing the team anything and right now to many fans it may seem like you know pujara strike rate or the partnership strike rate of pujara and rahane might have cost india the game but you know like you both have also mentioned it's not like you can just turn up and start rotating the strike if they could they would have definitely done it yeah yeah i, I remember a few things about a couple of times when rahul dravid playing out a sequence of off dot balls was enthralling for the crowd as well i remember those ironic cheers when he used to get off the mark it was some fun times but but having having said that and i agree with a lot of what you're saying but i still want to play devil's advocate here and i'm going to start with you sora okay this we I mean, let's take this series or these last two test matches as as a prime example vishal mentioned that when pujara is batting with kohli as he does a lot in test cricket kohli is the one who maintains the pace so to speak there should be a case here where with virat kohli your best batsman not there that pujara maybe should take on a bigger role in accelerating the scoring rate he cannot be playing the same way as he has always done simply because he has to adjust to the fact that india's best test batsman is not at the crease with him see the thing is that is playing to sort of perception uh, when kohli is batting with pujara yes probably india score quicker than when kohli uh, than when pujara is batting with rahane but does it matter like do you need to score quicker they just score quicker because kohli's natural game is quicker but do you need to score quicker if you don't need to then there is no need for someone to step up and make that run rate from 2.5 to 3 for example because our like you know first of all tests are itself not going on till the fifth day a lot of the time and you have a lot of time in the game so just because the, how it looks like when kohli is there versus how it looks like when he is not there is not a strong enough reason i feel for him to change his game especially when his game has brought him great success and on the last tour he was your best batsman uh, was the man of the series so i don't see any reason for him to change his game uh, because it's not warranted by uh, cricketing equations so so i'm totally fine with uh, you know even without kohli him batting at his own pace rahane batting at his own pace bihari batting at his own pace india was slightly unlucky you know that uh... both gill and rohit sharma got out yesterday who if they had been playing this morning they would have scored much quicker whether it was with pujara or rahane so that's another thing that you should be asking some of the other player who are more aggressive naturally when it comes to run scoring and not asking pujara to you know make a drastic change in his natural game vishal yesterday on the podcast we had gaurav sundaraman he mentioned and he he predicted on his day three predictions that india will probably get bowled out for 250 around that score and and he has been proven right now you were doing commentary today india were although slow they were pretty comfortable i think at 117 for two then rahane got out and then bihari's run out happened and then pant and pujara pant obviously is the knock that he took seemed to have affected him where did india's innings change for you for the worse I think it was definitely the quick wickets of Rishabh Pant and Pujara because the ball was new at that time. When Rahane got out, I think it was somewhere between 50 and 60 overs. That's right. So even when he got out, of course, a big partnership was broken and all that. But conditions were still decent for batting. So you were you had hopes 
that you know a vihari would come and pant would come pant was scoring quite uh, quite nicely when he came on to bat i mean he was struggling against the short ball but he was still scoring that's how he scores so there were more chances of india scoring well at that time compared to when you know pant and pujara got out in in the space of some 6 7 balls so that was definitely the turning point two set batsmen who had a partnership going new ball in the hands of such such experienced bowlers get out the two uh, decent batsmen that's how you know india suddenly slipped mm-hmm. fair enough before before we came on avishal you were you were mentioning australia's use of 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 the short ball how how did it come into play today specifically today it was you know very evident that they used it also against uh, not just against the tail but also against pant and jadeja and uh, also when the second new ball was taken you know i was expecting that they would be pitching pitching the ball up at least once in a while because the ball was new you expected to move around but these these bowlers who are so familiar with the stg conditions because most of them have played there for so long in their domestic in the domestic circuit they knew exactly what to do the ball was not swinging so they were just pitching it short they had all those fielders in place and they also were cranking it up at such a high pace even when cameron green who was their fourth pace bowler came on to bowl he was bowling at 140 142 bowling it short in the exact area where they wanted him to so there was no respite for the indian middle order or the tail yeah ricky ponting was uh, sort of was it i think inviting questions on his twitter feed when he had a break between commentary stints and about about bouncers specifically i think he said that he has no issues with bouncing out tail enders as well especially considering it's a legitimate form of 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 delivery this is uh, something that i'm very torn about it's really thrilling to watch a fast bowler give a working over to a batsman whichever batsman it might be top order tail ender whichever country but yes but as soon as one batsman gets hurt you feel like uh, you feel bad you don't want that to happen so how do you you know but one goes with the other you know if you are getting a working over there are bound to be batsmen who cop blows here there somewhere so it's it's a it's something that i am never able to make my mind up on because on the one hand there is the whole spectacle of it and on the other hand there is the safety aspect and uh, yeah i at this point i would just tell all listeners to go and read monga's excellent deep dive into the into leg theory uh, the short balls that uh, that is there on the site because uh, he explores it from various angles and uh, i read that and i was still not able to make up my mind so yeah no but that's an excellent plug listener go do go and and read sadat monga's piece okay let let's let's move on to the australian side of things here and i was noticing noticing something vishal i think that's gone a bit under the radar but do australia despite the fact that they've had a great day this is more of an overarching question do they have a nathan lyon issue he bowled well in adelaide in melbourne the time when he took three wickets i think two of them were bumrah and umesh pretty much tail enders again he's wicketless currently so far i know the rest are doing extremely well but is lyon a concern for them uh, right now if i had to answer the question in one word it would be no one reason is that last evening in the last uh, hour of the game he was bowling to india's top batsmen in this lineup rahane and pujara he bowled really well he was he was pitching it up he was tossing it up he was getting drift as well this morning also he created a couple of chances uh, i think it was matthew wade at short leg who 
uh, who almost took those catches. So he could have had a couple of wickets to his name. And then, as they say, who knows, he could have got more also. Or maybe one or two. So he's doing his job. Such kind of bowlers, you know, Nathan Lyon, who knows how to bowl at the SCG. I know actually SCG is not one of his best uh, venues in Australia. But he can be allowed an off day or an off match as well. Because you know the bowling attack is coming together for them uh, pretty well. Yeah, I just wanted to add to that. Uh, Vishal said something about Lyon. He said he's doing his job and that fairly sums it up for me. The thing is, Lyon is not giving you free overs to hit. It's not like the pressure is released when he's bowling. Yeah, he has not got the wickets. But it's not as if there is a pressure release, which then affects the other bowlers when they come back for their uh, their second and third spells. The thing is, there is relentless pressure throughout because these guys are all bowling well. So, Lyon might not have got the wickets, but yeah, he's doing his job as Vishal said. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's look forward to tomorrow then. It's day four. Australia have a fairly sizable lead, Vishal. It's 197 runs. They had their two best batsmen, Labushain and, and Smith at the crease. What are your predictions for tomorrow? Where is this match headed? This is heavily in Australia's favour now. The conditions are good for batting. We saw in the last session that Labushain and uh, Smith, they were hardly being troubled. Also, whenever India's bowlers were bowling, especially the fast bowlers, whether it was Bhola, Siraj or Saini, they were hardly bowling above the 140 mark. So, on, on flat conditions, the pace around 130, 135, it's very difficult to get Smith, batsmen like Smith and Labushain out. And the other thing is, I know they'll get an, an overnight sleep and all that, but India's lead bowlers uh, right now are Ashwin and Bumrah, because the other two are fairly inexperienced. But both of them have already bowled over 100 overs in this series. Nobody else has done that. So they must be tired. You can't blame them for that. They are without uh, Shami and Ishant, which is why they are having to, you know, bear this responsibility. So, really tough task ahead for India. So, very much in Australia's favour. Saurabh, is this now a, one of those waiting games that the bowling slash fielding size play, where they just wait for a declaration or... Or can and should India try and bowl Australia out for, say, a target of around the 300 mark? I don't know if they'll try to like bowl them out with an all-out attack. They'll try to rein them in. But I foresee India chasing something around 400 and having to bat a few overs at the end tomorrow. And if you're batting at the end, who knows, one or two wickets might also go down. And, and currently, I think as we're recording, we do not know the... Injury statuses of both uh, Rishabh Pant and Ravindra Jareja. Listener, you can always head to the website espncricketinfo.com to get all the updates uh, right there. Vishal, are you on comms duty tomorrow as well, the two of y'all? I'll be on live report actually. Excellent. So, listener, you can join both Saurabh on commentary and Vishal on the live report. It's an early start tomorrow, right, guys, as well? 4.30 India time. Oh, that's a yep. good question. <laughs> okay. Salam. <laughs> has to be set accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, so, make sure you set your alarm, listener. We hope Saurabh sets his alarm for the right time. Otherwise, you'll probably see our commentary screen blank for a while. So, if if, if that does happen, you can tweet him. I think he's Saurabh underscore 42. So, reach out to him and, and wake him up there. Vishal and Saurabh, thank you so much for joining us today on Stump Mike. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.